So today, what I wanted to do is I want to kind of dive into uh, something that I've been doing uh, a little bit internally at, uh, at Ratmate. So as you guys probably know, um, if you guys are uh, active listeners to this podcast, I tend to give a lot of status updates, new strategies, things that we're working on. And then how it can actually help your company as well, too. And so this has been something that I actually enjoy doing because not that like I use Rapmate to like test things and then come to you guys, but it's more of I use Rapmate to, to you know, essentially to help grow the company. But then I learn a lot of new material and I'm like, oh, this is working. This is not working, etc. And so what I want to do is I want to kind of dive into a little bit of Instagram. So you're probably asking yourself how to successfully grow a facility management company in today's digital age while still remaining profitable. You know that marketing should probably be in the mix, but you may not know the best approach, the newest strategies, or which digital platforms market on. So how do you use marketing to grow your effort business today? That is a question, and this podcast will give you the answers. My name is Javier Lozano Jr., and welcome to the Facility Management Marketing Podcast. Now, I know that... 95% of the people that typically listen to this podcast are like Instagram, my audience is not there. Okay, you, you, you might be right. Your audience may not be there, but you don't know and you don't know until you test it. So you can't really dog it. Uh, and so let me kind of um, backtrack a little bit and explain a little on, on kind of like what's going on on my end. So... A few weeks ago, about, when was it? Six weeks ago, eight weeks ago almost, we, no, what's today? March, about six weeks ago, we launched a new social media uh, strategy um, on just posting content. And so um, let me kind of give you a little rundown. So what we did is we did this, this method that was kind of created by this lady called Rachel Miller. And Rachel Miller gives you these guidelines on how to create posts really easily and then find images, videos, et cetera, that kind of go along with it. So she gives you some content and some, some like a framework that you follow. You follow the framework, then you implement it, and then you write out your posts, and then you just start scheduling a post, and that's what we did, right? So the way we did it is that we scheduled every other day would be images and then every other day would be video. And so the video content, we're taking it from our um, customer case studies that we've created over the past three years. And I chopped that up into like micro content of like 15, 20, 30 seconds. And that micro content then essentially um, kind of highlights certain things about vehicle wraps or about wrap mate or about wraps for like marketing and, and business and stuff like that. And so we use it strategically in different ways. We ended up getting, I think, roughly 75 videos, chopped up videos from, from all of this content. So needless to say, what this did is it allowed me to then <clears throat> publish all this content onto four social channels, Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, and LinkedIn. Twitter is complete garbage for us. Literally, we're just posting just to post there. I mean, we're probably better off not having a presence, but like it already integrates with HubSpot. So I'm like, well, why don't we just post on there? LinkedIn is actually becoming a strong player for us. And LinkedIn is liking the content that we're putting out there where we're getting a lot of followers or getting interaction with our content and people are liking it. So that's cool. 
Facebook's been kind of hit and miss um, because if you don't pay for ads, they're like, ah, screw you, you're not gonna get any kind of traction. So we get likes on stuff, but that's about it. Um, and, and, and every now and then I take that back. We get some comments and come questions and people coming, coming in and stuff like that. So that actually tends to do okay. And then at the beginning for the first two weeks, Instagram just you know skyrocketed. It was like taking off and it was doing really well. And I was like, man, this is great. And then over the past three to four weeks, it's been kind of slowly tape, you know, tapering down. And I'm like, man, something's wrong. So then I started, you know, doing some research and just kind of Googling just different stuff and see, you know, if I could figure it out. And essentially right now, the way Instagram's algorithms have been rewritten, if you will, um, it's, it's now kind of giving more leeway towards like reels and stories. And so again, like I know that for facility company, property company, like you're like, I don't post on there. Like my audience isn't there. I, you haven't really probably gone full out and, and tried it. So before you kind of start knocking it, like do some research and see if your audience truly is there or is not there. Okay. So, but you can apply what I'm doing. Like what you do is, is like, I, I evaluate how our audience is doing on the channel. So I'm like, okay, Instagram, a lot of vehicle wraps, people like that, they like to see these things, they like to see pictures, images, you know, video, that sort of stuff. This should do well. And, and, and so we're going to go into Instagram. We're going to go all in. Well, and, and we're getting traffic from there. We're getting leads from there. We get, we get some, we get a fair chunk of organic um, leads from both Facebook and Instagram, but the impressions have been dropping like, you know, a lot over the past two or three weeks, you've got to look at your LinkedIn profile or your LinkedIn posting strategy and evaluate those sort of things. Like are the impressions going down Are less eyeballs seeing this Are you getting less comments? Like, so, so I'm, I'm kind of giving you like a breakdown of how I analyze, you know, stuff that's going on in real time. So the content isn't bad because it's performing in other channels and actually it's really good. Like the stuff that we're putting out there, I'm like, oh, this is pretty cool. I can't wait till this comes out. I can't wait till this comes out. Like, and it's, and it's, you know, always different. So Instagram is giving more, um, headway towards reels and stories. And they're trying to compete with TikTok, which is why they're giving more leeway towards reels. Well, HubSpot does not post for reels or stories. They only do like basically posting to the feed and that's it, which is kind of like a, I would say not a downfall to HubSpot in general, because the, the overall platform is great. But one of the things that I don't love about it is like it's social media, like posting system, is good, but like there's some, some there's some things that you know lack some desire of, of 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 there's some desires that I would like to have in that um in that tool. So with that said, as I was digging deeper, and I'm like, okay, there's this this social posting um, uh, software that's called Sked Social S K E D Social dot com. They're based out of I think Australia. And I started, you know, they had some, a bunch of posts and blogs and stuff like that. I started reading their things about like how to improve um, your impressions and your engagement, how to grow your audience on, on Instagram and that the best way to grow your audience is to, is to leverage, um, is to leverage uh, reels because that's, it's going to be bringing new people into your, into your world. I'm like, oh man, this is interesting. 
And so I'm going to be straight with you. Like I'm not a big Instagram person. Like it's not an area that like my expertise. And so you might be feeling the same way. Like I'm not good at Instagram. Well, yeah, like doesn't mean that you shouldn't be doing it. You know, like same thing with LinkedIn. Like, well, I'm not good at LinkedIn. Doesn't mean that you shouldn't be doing it if your audience is there. Like you've got to get into these communities where these people are and figure out what they're doing, what's their interest, what captures their attention, what makes them you know, do this versus that, like all those things. And so you get eventually just, you just got to keep researching and then you like, you have to like start drawing a conclusion. I'm like, okay. So as I'm drawing this conclusion, I'm like, okay, so this is what we need to do. We need to essentially invest in a third party software to do posting on social media, specifically for Instagram and eventually into TikTok because I'll be using the same kind of strategy as well too but um, to post reels and stories because reels and stories typically are things that you have to do from your phone. You can't just auto post these things. And so they have to be live in a sense. And so if they edit them on your phone, like I don't have time for that stuff. And this is where it all boils down to is that it, it was going to be time consuming. So this is why I use the third party software. You plan out the content and then you schedule the content. As I was digging deeper into this, you know, cause I got into a rabbit hole really, I started noticing that when you post on Instagram, like a video that's under 15 minutes, apparently it gets posted both as a, as a, as a regular um, feed post that goes into your regular feed as well as a reel. However, it, depending on the size of that content, it will determine where it would be going. So, if it's a 1080 by 1080, basically a square, okay, on uh, it'll show up both on your regular um, feed, okay, or like you know where you see your stuff if you're scrolling to your own you know page, and people can see that if they're following you or if they follow certain hashtags, they can kind of like bump into it, and it will also show up in reels. But I believe that. All right, let me, let me step back a little bit. Now, if you post content that's like 1080 by 1920, I think, basically a vertical, okay, so tall. If you post content that's 1080 by 1920, so tall, then that only shows up in reels and it does not show up in your actual feed, okay? And I'm like, oh, that's interesting. And so I, I tested this and I'm like, okay, so this is what we need to do. So this is what I'm going to be doing now is I'm going to be hiring a, a designer that does video editing, maybe like on Canva or something like that. And they're going to be doing these edits to where they take the pieces of content that I've created, like the videos that I've created. Okay. And they're going to start creating basically vertical content for reels and stories for us because the stuff that we have right now is only squares. And so they only are going to, and, and so I believe that if you optimize the content to 1080 by 1920, Instagram is going to start optimizing that post so that you can get more traffic. And then if you start using the right hashtags in the post, then you're going to start getting more traffic. And if you start using the right captions in the post, then you start getting more traffic to your content. So, so basically this is almost like an SEO play. Um, search engine optimization, but like maybe it's more like IGEO play, like Instagram, Instagram, IGO, yeah, IGO, Instagram optimization. 
that's kind of what it's becoming because this is what I've been learning as I've dug in more research. You should be using up to 30 hashtags, okay? 30 hashtags, I'm like, I've been using five, okay? And, and, and I was like, I basically went to chat GPT and I said, hey, give me the, the top five hashtags for vehicle wraps. And then it gave me five, I'm like, okay, cool. We'll just slap these in here and this is fine. And we get some traffic from those hashtags. And then as I was doing some more research, like a lot of places are saying that you should be using between 20 and 30 hashtags. You should not put more than five to seven hashtags in the post and then put other hashtags in the comment. And I'm like, what? And that's how you get some optimization juice from Instagram, all right? So that's one. The next thing is that you gotta start using specific keywords that you want to opt be optimized for in the caption. So like things that you wanna be known for, like what words? Maybe it's, you know, maybe it's facility management, maybe it's facility services, maybe it's like, you know, all these things. You get what I'm saying? Okay, or maybe it's IFM. But what, what I'm coming from is that you gotta put that in the caption. So basically what describes the image or video that you're, that you're showcasing. So then as you place those in there, that helps for search. So when people go into like the discovery page and they start clicking on stuff or they start saying these are the things that I'm interested in, your content will start showing up in the discovery page. And so they can start seeing your stuff and they can start clicking on it and then they can start following, liking, et cetera, et cetera. So in, in, in a, all of this, you know, looking into it, I've come down to the conclusion that I need to hire someone to create content for me, specifically for reels and stories. And it needs to be based off of the videos that we've edited and it needs to be vertical and it needs to be really catchy and cool. So I went in and created something really fast on Canva. So Canva is a tool that I use to do like really quick design. Like I'm not a designer. That's the last thing I'm good at doing is designing content. Um, I, I'm not good at designing images, but they have all these like templates. I'm like, oh, that's really cool. Oh, that's really neat. So then I'll go in there and take the templates and start start kind of changing them and, and adjusting the templates a little bit. And so the templates, you know, then what you can do is you can put like a video in there, or you can put an image in there and stuff like that. And then it can be the sizes that you need because they have them pre-done, already pre-sized. And then you just download it and then you load it into what I'm using right now is called Sked Social. And then, so I loaded it in there and just to kind of see how it was gonna do. In a matter of, let's refresh this page. In a matter of like three, four hours, I think. We've gotten, let's see. We've had 150 some odd views of the actual reel, which is not bad. And it wasn't the best thing, but I was just trying to see what would happen. And it was simple, like nothing spectacular from this. But this kind of shows me that we've got to change our approach on how to market on social media. And this is why marketing is ever changing. This is why you have to understand that you can't just do something, set it and forget it. A lot of people have these expectations with marketing that it's like, well, I just want to do something and just set it, forget it and just move on. So do I, like if I could do that, trust me, I would be ecstatic, which is why I posted 
almost six months worth of content so I can set it and forget it. But in my head, I also was saying, all right, I'm gonna post this stuff. I'm gonna evaluate the content over the next few weeks and see how it's performing. I'm gonna see what channels do better for us, what channels don't do as well, and just kind of go from there. And so there was a lot that was, you know, that was learned in these six weeks. And one of those things is, is that if we wanna grow our Instagram presence, we need to start getting into reels and stories. And I'm not telling you as a facility service provider that you need to be getting into Instagram. I'm telling you that you need to evaluate your channels or your marketing and see how it's performing. Is it going up? Is it going down? And you might be thinking like, well, how do you evaluate social media? You know, a great way is just impressions. Because if you're putting out really good content and it's really valuable, then it's something that you're not doing well as far as optimizing the, the content itself. So like if you're just, you know, putting like a shitty ass stock photo, then yeah, it's crap and you're not gonna get optimization from it. But if you're putting like a real photo of like a real person doing some real work at a real facility and you have some real content that goes along with it and then you have a couple of people that comment on it and then you comment on that as well too, that's different. Like that's value versus just garbage. And so a lot of facility companies go out there and put all these you know shitty ass stock images and it's not, it's not valuable, it's not relatable. And so you, you, you wanna start thinking about that. Like I could go find a bunch of vehicle wraps online from a lot of different places that we did not wrap. And they look really cool, but it's not what we do. Like we specialize in, in a certain type of wrap. Like we specialize mainly on B2B. And not that we don't do B2C because we do a great job, but we don't do as many of those people. So what I'm saying here is, is that like you've got to know your audience and then you got to post that content that's authentic to them and it's valuable to them. And so that's kind of one of the reasons why people engage with some of the stuff that we have going on. But now we're seeing that we have to rethink how we are marketing on social media, on Instagram. And this is going to carry you over into Facebook because reels that are on Instagram automatically go into Facebook as well too. And so people that are interested in vehicle wraps or like a specific industry, that sort of stuff, that stuff is going to start kind of helping us draw the right types of right type of people for us. So at the end of the day, I guess, you know, what I wanted to point out here is, is that when you're creating a marketing strategy, you're going to be pivoting quite a bit and you're going to be making, I'm not going to say mistakes, but you're going to be finding out things that work and didn't work. And it's not that you didn't do a good job. It simply is that you have to approach things a little differently. You need to go into these new channels that you plan on marketing into with an open mind, understanding that, hey, this may not work out. And if it doesn't work out, it's okay. And if it doesn't work out, this is what we're going to do instead. When you go into that like this, then you're able to quickly shift and, and, and move on. So as I said, you know, we quickly, you know, shifted after a few weeks of just me seeing stuff. I just want to get, get more data and just do some more research. And then I started digging in deeper to the point where I'm like, okay, we need to make a move here because if we want to get to a point where we're creating demand for our product, and we're getting a lot of organic type leads coming in, not just from search engine, but from social media, then we need to reapproach how we're distributing our content. And so the best way of distributing your content is using social media 
and finding out how people are consuming that content. Oh, these people are consuming it through reels or they're consuming it through stories. That makes sense. So then we need to you know, produce more content for those areas. When you start doing that, things change. You're, and then you can start evaluating to see how it does. You can then use your CRM to say, hey, this is working. We're getting some good leads out of this. We should keep doing this. You see what I'm saying? So with all of this, I hope this kind of gives you a little bit of inspiration to understand that it's okay to come up with a, 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 you know, a strategy for your marketing um, and it doesn't work or it works, but it starts kind of going down. You just got to know what to do immediately. And, and I didn't have the answers immediately, but I know how to find out and how to figure it out. And that's being resourceful. And that's something that you need to have as a marketing leader for your facility or property company. All right, so I hope you found this very valuable. Uh, if you have any questions, let me know. Uh, feel free to hit me up on, um, on LinkedIn. That's kind of where I hang out mostly. Uh, if you're not connected with me on LinkedIn, uh, please connect with me. You can find me there at linkedin.com slash in slash Javier Lozano Jr. Um, please also share this podcast because this podcast is growing. We're getting very close to some big numbers as this podcast continues to get more downloads. And then the last thing is please give us a five-star review on this podcast because um, it'd be super helpful. You can review us on Spotify or Apple Podcasts. Thanks a lot and have a great day. All right, guys. Thanks for taking a listen to our facility management marketing podcast secrets. Uh, this is your host, Javier Lozano Jr. One other ask I've got for you guys is, is to subscribe to our email list. You can go to bouldermediasolutions.com slash email. And that way you can get updates on some marketing trends that I'm seeing, uh, some strategies that I'm executing. And more importantly, I'll be actually launching some webinars and training that's going to help your company use marketing strategies to essentially grow your business. Uh, we'll be doing some training, uh, offering some courses, that sort of stuff. So you can always unsubscribe to that email list. It's no big deal. It's not going to hurt my feelings. This is more for facility managers, I'm sorry, facility management companies that want to grow their business by using marketing. All right, guys. Thanks a lot. And have a great one.